Yeah, so you welcome to Keynote Tech Talk, the show where we talk tech and just about all things technology. So let's have a tech talk. Yes, welcome, welcome. Today we're talking about phone encryption. Yeah, That's what we're phone about encryption. Today. Yes. Oops. When we talk um, phone encryption, what what comes to mind is the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Apple versus FBI. Yeah. Apple versus F- FBI. Yes, so tell exactly. us about the story. I think you know more about it. Okay. So basically, Apple versus FBI. Um, Trump told Apple to unlock their Apple phones. Apple don't want to because if they do, then their whole their whole advertisement is about how Apple phones are best in privacy. So if they unlock their phones, it's like they're shooting themselves in the foot. So they don't want to do that. But the whole case came about because the FBI is in possession of um, the Texas shooter's iPhone and they can't get into it because it's locked. So that's why they're asking Apple to make a backdoor into the phone. But Apple doesn't want to do this because they're saying that it's more than just... Like the FBI is saying make a backdoor, but it's more than just that. Like they have to make an alternative form of the iOS that can be downloaded onto the iPhone so that someone can try the passcode as many times as they like until they get the password without the phone being wiped. So right now, how many times do you try your passcode on, a, on, on an Apple before? 10 times. 10 times. 10 times, yes. So right now, you try your passcode on an Apple phone 10 times. It's, it's going to... 10 successive times. Yes. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's going to wipe, wipe the mm-hmm. phone. Everything will be gone. So, yeah. so it also reminds me of um, of the the San Bernardino shooter, right? Yeah, uh, the same. I think the guy was using the iPhone 5C or 5S. I can't yes, remember very clearly. Yes. And um, um, Apple at that time also couldn't get um, get access to the phone. Yeah. I'm sorry, the FBI, FBI right. couldn't also couldn't get, get access, access to the device. That's what started the whole thing. That started. Yeah, at that time. it was a whole case, but it didn't get to the courts because the FBI were able to get a hacker. Oh, oh, finally they got access yeah. into the phone. Yeah. But I, I, I think why, like I was saying the other time, I think why he got access, the, the hacker was able to hack it, is because I'm sure the, 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 the owner of the phone had a one, two, three, four, five, six kind of password. Mm, maybe like, yeah, simple password. Very simple password. Yeah. So because, the, uh, like I always say, you, to, to try and secure your phone against hackers, try to use the alphanumeric passwords. Yeah, that's always advisable. Alphanumeric passwords means that you have to combine your passwords, your letters and numbers instead of using the one two three four five six or a b c d e f kind of passwords use maybe one four eight g h z exclamation mark at full stop what about if you put like one two three four five six j does that count yeah, that's still easy because you have one, two, three, four, five, six. But then it's alphanumeric. It's alpha, but, <laughs> alpha in it. Come on now, come on now. Because the truth is, when when the hackers put, they, they try a whole lot of combinations, right. and all the combinations one, three, four, five, six is a combination as well. So imagine that I'm a hacker, and I it's just so simple for it's them. It's just so simple because I just do one. Th- I have a combination one, three, four, five, six because I know it's six digit password. Mm-hmm. So I do maybe one, two, three, four, five. Then I start trying one, two, four, five, A, one, three, four, five, B. By the time yeah, I get to J, yeah, yeah, it makes it just so simple. It's so simple. Right. So try uh, uh, alphanumeric passwords are, are are the best. But then um, there's a story who was saying that uh, going back on the story, there's a whole lot of people who are saying that should the FBI prevail and the courts force Apple to comply uh, right. and all of that because the truth, is, I think. 
Trump, Trump even even said something this year, if if I'm right, January 22nd, where he said mm. there's something he said about Apple. Um, Apple. Well, something he said about the Apple. Apple uh, have the keys to yeah, criminals to, and criminal minds. And criminal minds. Yeah. yeah. And for me, that's that's a that's a serious uh, allegation. Yeah, it's a serious accusation. Or accusation. Yeah. yeah, that's the word. Because if if they have a key to criminal minds, so that means they aid and abet criminals, yeah, terrorists, terrorists, who else? thieves. I don't know. All criminal minds. Yeah, it's like so, saying that they're on their side. So that's and, and and that's a big deal and and of course Apple, Apple don't even bat an eye they don't, they don't even bother because that's for them it's still their selling point their security that they as far as they're concerned they're the most secure device um, in the world so what what is even this encryption about if you want to say if you want to ask what's even phone encryption yeah so basically encryption is the encoding of data to prevent unauthorized access. So it helps to safeguard and keep all your files and all your data on your phone private. That's that's what encryption does. Um, phone um, encryption. Someone say a fancy word for like a basic concept. Like encryption is the science behind protecting any information, just like you said. Yeah, exactly. On any electronic device, be it a phone, a laptop, a server. Not even talking about servers. Yeah. Yes. Um, on that same on that same FBI versus um, Apple, um, they were saying. Um, Though Apple cannot get access to, to a phone, phone that's mm-hmm. that's encrypted, that is that has a password, right. because once you put in your PIN or your passcode or your passphrase, as it were, you encrypt the data on the phone. Apple says they do not have um, information on yeah. that uh, on that device. They cannot, mm-hmm. sorry, they cannot ha- have access to that yes. to information. The only person on that like device to your phone is you. It's you. But then uh, they said they can have information. Uh, access to the information if in the it is iCloud. backed up in the iCloud right. and stuff and so but then they can only have that access or that inf- have access if there's a warrant or the court yeah the court issues a warrant yeah exactly yeah, to the exactly. FBI to, to have that access yeah. so but then again um, I also know that is it possible I don't know but is it possible so for me as a person mm-hmm. yeah to also encrypt the information on my iCloud or my cloud server if I'm an Apple user. I don't know. I, but then, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so because it's kept on Apple's servers. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so if, if they have a way of getting into the... Getting access yeah, to, to the since backups. It's, oh, since it's exactly. stored on their, on their servers. So, yeah. And the thing is about encryption is that it stores information in scrambled formats. Exactly. They are typically unreadable by computers or people without without the key. Mm-hmm. So, if you think about encryption, just think about different letters and different numbers. It's just scrambled. Yes, in a very mixed up in, way. That yeah. does not make any sense until you have like the key to make it make sense. <laughs> 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 yeah, so like the key, or the pin, the pin code, yeah. or the password to actually make, make, make it arranges them in a way that can be read. So, so it is very important for you to know that it just regardless of the device you're using, um, data created by third-party applications store information on their own servers. For example, you, you uh, data created by third-party um, applications, for example, like Facebook or Twitter yes. or or. I don't want to go to WhatsApp yet, but then the, um, if you, if for example you 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 tweet something, for example, even though it's what you tweet is encrypted 
on your phone yeah you, no one no one can get access to it from your phone but then that tweet is accessible from twitter servers basically so if for example you you tweeted um you made a tweet that um uh that will cost for example a, a riot or cost a fight mm. or or something like something to instigate people or, or something yeah. to instigate violence yes. of some kind of sort and even if you deleted it i think uh, it's, uh twitter for example They'll still have still it. have access to it in their in their servers because they, they are providing you that service from um from their servers yes basically so most of what we do on on the phone is backed up to a server at some point um, largely because we use apps mm-hmm. and all of that so it's back up to a server but then that means that uh, uh, a copy of your facebook posts or your photo albums or snapchat conversations or your twitter direct messages are stored on your device but are also on respective servers for each of the service so even if you delete um, but then it's still it's still accessible basically so so now how does phone encryption work basically um, how does it work? How does phone encryption work? Okay, so basically, in Android now, if you look in, if you look at Android, due to the different levels of speed across the phones, mm-hmm. the smartphones, before Android six, that's Android Marshmallow, mm-hmm. encryption wasn't compulsory for like the OEMs, that's the operational equipment manufacturers. Mm-hmm. It was up to them. Like encryption was like Google just said, okay, like encryption is up to you guys Mm -hmm. but then after android 6 google now said okay every phone every device has to be encrypted Encrypted, yeah Yeah. so okay so basically some oems use a key generation system of encryption that's similar to apple's and this basically is where the phone combines the set passcode with data in a secure enclave clip to generate a key so when you turn your phone on, you ask for a passcode, which unlocks your phone and decrypts your data at the same time. So that means that before you put your passcode in, mm-hmm. you don't have access to your phone. Like everything is encrypted. So you won't be able to read it. And so it's, it's, it's basically a simple case study of this or a simple example of this is if you take off a picture with your phone and then you want to view the picture back. On some phones, you can't view the picture until you unlock your phone mm-hmm. some in some phones you can view the picture but you can't view other pictures in your gallery until you unlock your uh-huh. phone mm-hmm. yeah so but that's because all the other pictures are encrypted so that's like a simple case study of this mm-hmm. so, so yeah. at, at the time you took took the photo yeah the the and the photo gets stored on the device yeah it becomes automatically encrypted exactly yeah. so you can't view it you can't view it so um, until you unlock your phone that until, is yes until you unlock yeah your phone. So once an Android device is encrypted or any device encrypted, all data stored on that device is locked, like is, in, un, uh, is unaccessible, yes. except with the pin code or fingerprint exactly. or pattern or face recognition, or face recognition but only known um, by its owner, yes. only known to its owner or to anybody who has the right um um, password yes and, exactly and one thing you should know that without um, that key um yeah without that key or the password or whatever it is that you use to unlock your phone neither google nor law enforcement can unlock um a device yes they can unlock basically device, no right? get into your phone except if they have your passcode so how um so how do you know if you got your encryption working um we should tell you that um android users can if you use android for example you can check um the encryption status of your device by opening the settings app and selecting security from the options and there should be a section titled encryption 
that will contain the encryption status of your device. Now, if it's encrypted, it will read as such. That means you will see encrypted. And if it's not encrypted, it will read like, oh, or rather it will prompting you to encrypt device. Now, if you want to encrypt your device, tap on the option and um, but make sure to set aside some time because encrypting your device can last um, an hour, but then or two hours or 30 minutes, but then depends on the information you have um, on your device. Okay, so is encryption hacker proof? Can it be hacked? Yeah. Can encryption be hacked? So, if left to me, I'll say that encryption is hackable. I mean, we have to make our phones protected. But at the end of the day, it's still possible. If a hacker wants to, they're going to find a way to get into your phone. As proven by the FBI getting their own hacker to get into the phone when Apple didn't give them a backdoor. Yeah, so the hackability of your phone still depends on you. Yes. Basically. Yes. On the kind of like we said earlier, on the kind of passwords that you use. Yes, aim for alphanumeric. Yes, aim for alphanumeric. It has to be alphabets and numbers yes. and special characters as yes. well. Basically. Punctuation marks and the rest. And the rest, you know them. So Okay. Tech tips of the day. How to recover a stolen phone. Number one, find my device. Find my device is a service by Google which is also effective for phone recovery. Formerly recognized as Android Device Manager, Find My Device can be used to locate, track, and recover Android devices or smartphones or um, tablets, watches, and recover as long as the device is connected to a, a Google account and connected to the internet and switched on. So that means you, for you to find your phone, you can use, but then you, you can also, to find your device, if your device is stolen, you need another Phone. Yeah. You need another phone. Yes, that means you, you need to log in your Google details on the second phone. Right. Yeah? Yes. And with that second phone, you're able to track the location of, of the, the stolen of phone. the stolen device, um, Android device, basically. Yes, exactly. So the second tip is using the IMEI, which is the International Mobile Equipment Identity. So you can get this. It's normally on the box of your new phone, but in case you've like thrown the box away, you can also get it by dialing star hash zero six hash. And this number is to basically you give it to the police. So you get a, a police report and they basically just blacklist the phone so that nothing can be done with the phone. So the thief, like it's rendering the phone useless to the thief, basically. And if you do recover the phone, then you can use the IMEI to whitelist the phone and recover the number. So that brings us to the end of this tech talk. But the tech talk continues next time. So make sure you're here. The tech talk continues in the next episode. So make sure you uh, stay glued to your phone. Okay, no, stay glued to your TV. Okay, do you use Android TV? <laughs> I'm not sure. Stay glued to, okay, whatever podcast service that you use. Stay whatever glued, screen. Whatever it is. whatever. <laughs> stay glued to it because you can find us on all the podcast services. Cheers. Cheers.